Power Rangers SPD Power Rangers to the rescue Power Rangers SPD Power Rangers to the rescue Oh, you turned on the recording Idiot You could have told me now <coughs> Sorry guys I was seriously into Power Rangers SPD After our previous episode And I couldn't resist myself From murmuring the intro music all the time Anyways, thanks for all your overwhelming love towards the Forgotten Memories podcast series. Let's start with a small story today. Once upon a time, there was a kid studying in a school. This kid I'm talking about started with baby steps in his kindergarten and moved away to a different school and a different city at some point. That kid is all grown up today, but one day I asked Hey kiddo, which part of your education was that you felt very dreadful? And he said it was his 5th standard. Did you guys hear what he said? 5th standard it seems. And I asked what happened. He said, once I asked the teacher if I can drink water in the middle of a class. She yelled at me like a villain. I'm standing here and teaching lessons for you and my throat is almost torn. What do you need water for? Sit down. I busted out of lockdown. I said, relax buddy, this is normal. And he said, it's absolutely abnormal for my mom to scold me like that. You know, my friend even asked me if she's really my mom. Lol. Now I can totally understand that kid's feeling. Because guys, I was that kid in the 5th grade and the teacher who scolded me was none other than my own mom. And by listening to my previous podcast, you would have known already who that friend could be. Welcome to the third episode of Forgotten Memories. If you hadn't listened to the previous two episodes, please do click on the podcast name Chris Narrations above and do share listen to them. Also, if you are much comfortable with listening this in Tamil, well, thank me buddy, this is a bilingual podcast. Please do find the Tamil version of it and listen to it. Now, Let's get going. Since I started about my mom, I mean as a teacher scolding me, let me tell what are all the common scolding phrases that teachers use. I already spoke how difficult it is to be a class leader, right? Once what happened, I was too tired as I was minding my own business all day. My own business? Can't guess? I was minding the class. At least that is what we used to call it back then. One fine period, I got very much tired and let everyone shout and do whatever they wished to do. The teacher entered the class and she did three things. Any guesses? First, she looked at me and yelled, the leader in the class itself is like this, then how will others be? And then this teacher I am talking about would carry a heavy notebook all the time with her. Its very purpose was to hit it twice on the desk so that she grabs the attention of every student. So that is the second thing she did. Then she asked the question, man, if you remember this phrase even now, your childhood was awesome. She shouted, everyone keep quiet, is this a classroom or a fish market? Your noise can be heard from the staff room in the third floor. Unless this phrase is put out by the teacher, the class doesn't become silent. Isn't that right? But 
There are times when even for this phrase the class doesn't go silent. That's when they say, "This is the worst batch I have ever seen." Or sometimes, "Your class is the most unruly class of all." Hmm. Wait. There is a singular phrase as well for this. Do you guys remember? I told in my previous podcast that I went to HM room for beating a guy in my switch standard for him talking bad about me. That's one situation when teachers go singular. My teacher was very angry and yelled at me. You're a very unruly student. The singular phrase, like I said, and then follows the most hurt threaten of all. First thing I'm going to ask HM is to tear your TC. There is not even one person who has not heard this dialogue. Listen up. Next ones are my favorite. The most threatening phrases that comes one after other. This is again a nice incident happened to me. Do you guys remember the English and Tamil composition notebooks we used to write during school times? Once I forgot to complete one exercise in my English composition. I asked excuse from my teacher and she granted permission to write and submitted the next day. But while granting permission, she made the first threat. This is your first and last warning. <laughs> I was lethargic and not so serious about the warning because that threat she made is something she has made several times. Now, who would care, right? I was a nice boy to complete the composition that evening and went to school next day with all confidence. The class began. First two hours of mathematics crossed. The third hour after the morning interval of 10 minutes was English. The teacher came. Only God knows how teachers have so much memory power. She asked the composition notebook from myself and four others along with me who were absent the previous day. I was all confident and was trying to reach the dungeon of books. Oh yes, I am talking about my school bag fellas. I looked into my bag for the composition notebook and this curious thing happened. Oh my god, I just entered a nightmare. The teacher came to me and asked me for it and myself a scary little boy with all fear told her that I mistakenly brought Tamil composition instead of English. She got really really angry and reached out for her scale. She asked me to show me palm and gave me two nice beatings and threw the second threat at me. Tomorrow if I am not seeing your notebook I will send you to HM's room. You have to answer to her. I don't think this is one of those silly threats teachers make. At least I don't like to think so. This one is serious pal because Whenever this threat comes at me at home I'm going to face a big trouble. This is one problem that kids face when their mom is not just a teacher but breathes the same air as the kid every day. They never give you the window of opportunity to explain your parent what went wrong. The hell I can even answer my headmistress but my mom No goddamn way on earth I could convince her to understand my side of justice. <sighs> Being a student at the same school where mom is a teacher is one big topic which I will discuss separately. That being said, and since I mentioned about composition notebooks, 
I thought it's nice to get reminded of the kinds of notebook we have had during school times right from kindergarten. Half a year ago at my office, <laughs> just before the corona lockdown, I was discussing something with one of my colleagues and looking at my handwriting she asked, "Oh my god, why is your handwriting so funny?" And do you guys know why? It's because I never cared about those two lines and four lines in my handwriting notebook. During my 10th board exam preparations, this is one notebook I was regretting not caring about during my childhood. I'm just lucky that children ask why was it so ugly. When we talk about ugly, we should all get reminded of another notebook. It's the drawing notebook. I know a few friends of mine who post their drawings on Instagram. They would look so nice and in fact awesome. I would just be astonished how they draw so well. Those are the bunch of guys who took this drawing notebook very seriously. Then the three never-ending notebooks: classwork, homework, and the test notebook. After certain age, we'd be writing both classwork and homework at home only. And in fact, if a classwork is not completed on time at home, you would be put into trouble. Then what for it is called the classwork? I have got no idea and the test notebook think well guys we should be grateful to some of our teachers for keeping us motivated when you have performed well they would have returned words like good we good we we good or drew stars near the marks as an encouragement today in our corporate offices they have an employee appreciation day and let us pass on stickers to our peers but Three to four years ago, before my mom retired, she used to buy stickers to stick on papers of the students who performed well in the tests. Not just her, a lot of teachers would have taken a lot of efforts to keep us motivated. We should be thankful to them for shaping us into what we are today. That said, we've already seen two other things in this segment. One is the rough note that I mentioned in the first episode. and another is the composition notebook this longest of all composition notebook is first ever notebook where we practiced to write index or the so called table of contents back then we would have no clue why we should write it but now in this era of search engine ranking and stuff we definitely can relate as to why this is so important for your pages to be indexed This composition notebook is special because we write it in the right side only and the line spacing is higher than normal ruled notebooks. If at all we make any mistake, the teacher would ask you to write the correction in the left side of the page like a 3 time or a 5 time imposition. There is one another notebook which is as long as the composition notebook and often being mistaken for the composition notebooks themselves. could anyone remember it is the geometry notebook where we practice to draw everything starting from dot line circle angles triangles cubes parabola hyperbola euclidean and the list goes on no one can forget the geometry bots the most common ones are natraj and camlin this is inside which we keep our secret money under the paper that comes within This was the baby step for us to pursue engineering graphics in our colleges. The geometry bots lid would sometimes get stuck 
and we would have ridiculously opened it with our teeth. I just feel excited to think all these. However, the final notebook that we can talk about is the hard jacketed record notebook. This is something that followed us through to college. However, in school, we'd have put a lot of effort for this one. For instance, the border on the left side blank page, we would have found a weekend to draw border across all pages so that we can have a tension-free record work experience. And of course, since we had a nice table of content experience with composition notebooks, here it would have been a cakewalk. However, this index had an upgrade. We have to mention page numbers. So, while we draw borders itself, we'd have also written all the page numbers in one go. Again, for a neat experience. While discussing page numbers, I realized one thing. I'm not a big fan of cricket, but pick a book, any book. The page number on the right side will always be odd and the left side will be even. Most of you should definitely know the relation between cricket and page numbers. What? I'm not able to get you. Oh yes, you are correct. It's the book cricket. We used to play book cricket during our school classrooms. Do you guys remember the basics of it? We opened the book which is more like a bowling and the last digit on the left side page number is considered to be your score for the ball. Until you hit 0, you can keep playing. 0 is considered to be the wicket taken. This is the reason why we considered page on the left side and not right. Right side is for the odd numbers and you can never see 0 there. This one is total fun. But dudes, this is the basic to solve any programming or aptitude problem related to page numbers. Also, it was a baby step to fast edition practice. Who did know it all back then, right? The fast edition of book cricket is level 1. And you guys wanna know what the level 2 is? It's none other than... Just a moment guys. What? All the time is up. Alright, let me close. Sorry guys, the timer guy here says we already have reached our limits. We'll continue this topic in the coming week where we'll discuss what's level 2 and more. Until then, signing off, Kesava Krishnan.